And a very good morning from us here at Radio 3. 16 minutes past 8 o'clock. And it's now time, of course, for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Lee Chagyan. The following program is a personal view program. We are all witnessing the aftermath of Brexit, the chaos and the division created in the UK society. We should also look deeper into why the Leaf vote won, the social origin of this voting result, why the irrational statement of winning back the country got the support of the majority of the UK society. This is xenophobia at work, and it's a worrying worldwide trend. Why has Donald Trump won the Republican nomination? It is by manipulating the fear in the population of immigrants. This is both the result of terrorist attacks causing suspicion of strangers and also the factor of globalization causing job loss and job insecurity. The world must tackle this fear together. We must reject the lies of the proponent of free trade and globalization, saying that it would benefit the workers in the long run. In the long run, we are all dead, as coined by the economist Keynes. We need action now to tackle increasingly extreme income inequality and poverty. In Hong Kong, we are facing the same worldwide problem and the fear of job loss has also caused, to a certain extent, xenophobia. When there are incidents of robbery or street fightings by people of ethnic minority, it will be blown up and generalized into labeling all ethnic minority as gangster. When there are mainlanders behaving in disorderly and very rude manners, this will also affect the new immigrants that are trying to integrate into the Hong Kong society. The Labour Party called for social inclusion, and only by integrating the minority into Hong Kong mainstream society can we uproot the fear and discrimination against people of other colour or background. To achieve this, we need a social inclusion policy from education to employment. This is what lacking in our government policy. It is now very popular in Hong Kong to talk about winning in the starting line, meaning that we must start to prepare our children early for competition in the future. How about the ethnic minority? How about their starting line? Their starting point is non-Chinese speaking and their problems started when their children enter into kindergarten. We received complaints from ethnic minority parents that some kindergarten refuse to admit their children because of their race or because they do not speak Chinese. This is unacceptable. And now that we are going to implement free kindergarten education, the Education Bureau must implement an inclusive kindergarten admission policy and there must be resources for teacher training and support for kindergarten in teaching non-Chinese-speaking students Chinese and other subjects. Owing to the fact that there was no inclusion policy in the past, there is a de facto segregation of primary schools. In at least eight public schools, over 90% of the students were ethnic minority, and in 22 schools, over half. The government should therefore take immediate steps to eliminate this de facto segregation by adopting a Chinese as a second language policy with adequate support to schools to assist ethnic minority students. The ethnic minorities lose in the starting line. 
they also lose out in job opportunity both in the private market and the public sector. The ethnic minority population is 5% of the general population. But are there 5% of the civil servants? Which amount to 8,500 of ethnic minority origin? Many ethnic minorities aspire to be police or serve in the correctional service or general grey. The government, after much pressure from NGOs and legislative councillors, agreed to review the language requirement of civil servant grades, but disappointedly limited to only 22 grades. What about the rest? It is also good for the service to the public since they are users from the ethnic minority. Take employment service as an example. There is no ethnic minority employed as employment placement officer, so when an ethnic minority enters into any of the Labor Department employment office, there are no one to assist them. The Labor Department will argue that they have employed ethnic minority youth as trainee, but these trainees are not equipped professionally to provide placement counseling service. Their employments are more cosmetic than real. We are now putting pressure on the Labour Department to set up a special ethnic minority placement service headed and staffed by ethnic minority. We have also received complaints from ethnic minorities that they are paid less in the labour market. This is common knowledge, but nothing has been done by the government or the Equal Opportunity Commission to eliminate this discrimination on pay and working conditions. To lift the ethnic minority out of poverty is critical that something must be done. From education to employment, we need equal opportunity policies. If nothing is done, division and distrust will worsen and it will be too late to repair when something unpleasant explodes in our society that cherish diversity and inclusion.